1: Welcome back. You're listening to News Radio 923, informative, local and dependable. I'm your host Tammy Martin with the Pensacola Expert Panel. I hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday morning. Staying dry. Looks pretty good outside. It's been beautiful all day. Hopefully, it will keep it for a few more hours. With me today, I have Debbie. She's the RN supervisor of school health program and Marie, the administrator for the Florida Department of Health. Good morning. How are y'all?
2: Good morning and
1: so good to have you this morning i know we got a lot to talk about uh coming up with school starting and then hurricane preparedness we have summer safety tips so where should we
2: start marie well before we get started i do want to just give a couple little updates oh yes the last time i was here i talked about um rabies situation in the county just a quick reminder we've had some people exposed to um i'm trying to remember now I think it was foxes but any kind of wild or stray animals are risk for uh, for rabies exposure so um, when you are out and about enjoying the weather please just don't don't engage with animals that are not yours basically right um, stay away from from wild or stray animals um, and if you are um, bitten or scratched or anything by an animal that you don't know the vaccination status of that animal then you need to seek medical attention, and you can call the health department as well and let us know. Um, we don't substitute for animal for medical exposure, I mean, medical attention, mm-hmm. but but we do um, help to try to guide people in the right way that might be exposed to rabies. So, uh, the number to contact for rabies exposure is five nine five sixty seven hundred.
1: Yes, and if you head on over to their website, I have it as escambia.floridahealth.gov. Is that correct? That, that's correct, or you can go
2: to escambiahealth.com. we will point mean. you back to back that, escambia.floridahealth.gov. Um, it gives
1: you all the information you need. I think we were talking about foxes last time. Yes, there were yes. some fox issues.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the, and the other thing just coming up this month on June 27th is uh, National HIV Testing Day. We're partnering with Walgreens. To celebrate or observe National HIV Testing Day on June 27th, and that is going to be uh, by having a mobile testing clinic at the Walgreens at 700 North Pace Boulevard, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. June okay. 27th. Very
1: cool. so, And all this information is on the website as well. On the website, yep. It gives you all that information.
2: Yep, and and I know that we just got out of school. And uh, August seems so far away to many of us, but it's really not. So one of the things... It's going by so fast. I know. I (laughs) mean, we're literally at June 20th. My daughter started school August the 2nd.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) I was like, I thought mine started early, but it's not that early. No, it
1: feels like it's flying by, actually. So you're here to help us. So so we've got Debbie
2: here to talk Mm -hmm. about um, some things that we can do this summer as partners, you as parents and members of the community and us as the health department to get our kids ready for back to school. Um, So, Debbie, can you tell us a little bit about kind of what kids need to be prepared for in terms of the the services that we do or the things that we engage with to get them ready to go back to school?
0: Yes. If your child is starting school for the first time or they're going into kindergarten, you want to make sure that they have their physical um, done. It has to be done within one year. Prior to the start date of school, and we know that can be difficult to get all of these appointments in in the summer, so we've opened up some, a fast-track clinic, which will open up times between 7.30 and 4.30 on Tuesdays and Wednesdays for your child to get their physical. While they're there, if there are any immunizations that need to be updated, we can take care of those as well. We also want to remind everyone that if you have a child going into seventh grade, that they will need a TDAP booster. We want to go ahead and let everybody know to, to think about that, not wait till the last minute because it can get kind of scarce out there looking for those boosters. Yeah. We can also, um, like I said, the Tuesdays and Wednesdays are available. Beginning July 20th, we will open those days up Monday through Friday, so there will be ample opportunity for people to get their physicals and get their immunizations caught up so that you don't have to miss the first few days of school.
2: Yes, but now, that's some great information. I do want to caution people. The closer it gets to school starting, Mm -hmm. the busier everybody gets. So you don't and you don't have to come to the health department to get your physicals or even your vaccines. You can usually do that at your pediatrician's office as well. Um, But we know that there's a lot of people trying to get ready for back to school. So like Debbie said, we're trying to give as many opportunities as possible. Um, But I would encourage people to go ahead and to get that done now. Um, either coming into our, our clinics in the health department or, or reaching out to your primary care and getting that set up through primary care. Check in on your vaccines and make sure you're caught up. Um, I know Debbie said for seventh graders, they need a Tdap booster. Um, people that are starting school um, in the kindergarten, first grade year, they need to be up to date on a, a lot of vaccines. Usually when you know we have little mm-hmm. kids, there's years and years of vaccinations that, that build up to getting ready for school. Um, so making sure you're caught up there as well. Um, but, but plan ahead and get in there and get it done, get it taken care of. Um, I try to get my kids done earlier in the summer. I think I got a call last week from our doctor's office mm-hmm. saying that our appointment needed to be moved. So now we're like, uh, I'm trying to remember when they moved us to, but it's not as early as I like to be. It makes me a little nervous. But
1: I know ProHealth is offering them as well. Yes. Yeah, um, there are lots of lots of were, I was just talking to them. They were offering them too. If you can't get in at your local pediatrician or if they're booked. Um and like I said, you can head on, on over to their website. I have that um You said your it starts today, June 20th? Yes,
0: there is. And a 21st. Going on today. Okay. Um Okay. Uh, there is a number to call for an appointment. Mm-hmm. Um it's 850-595-6554.
1: Yes, that's 850-595-6554. Cool. It starts at 730 a.m. and ends at 430, and it's throughout the summer. There's different dates. You can head on over to escambiahealth.com or escambia.floridahealth.gov. It'll redirect uh, if you go to escambiahealth.com as well. If you have a question, comment, you can call or text 437-1620. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. I'm here with Marie and Debbie with the Florida Department of Health. We're talking about back to school, uh, the kids, grandkids, they need immunizations, they need physicals. I know for myself one time I needed a physical for my child and I was stressing because they're like, oh, we don't have an opening for six weeks. So that happens when it gets to summer and everyone needs it. So like she said, they have an event happening. Um, You can head over, over to the health department call 595-6554 and make your appointment yeah
2: um now our physicals that we do at the health department um i think they the the cost there is forty dollars um for folks that uh, i'm trying to think of what insurance is if we bill any (laughs) and i'm gonna totally blank on that but um for for people that don't have insurance or are underinsured Um, and are concerned um, they can talk to somebody in our office they may qualify for a program that would cover that cost okay so so that might be an option for people Um, so you know again calling getting an appointment and and checking in to see if if you qualify for that if you need it is is another thing to know so Absolutely. And I think we've probably covered everything on back to school. I'm looking at Debbie.
0: Right, we are working on um, a pop-up clinic or two, but the uh, the details will be on the website as everything is confirmed. Okay,
1: great. Yes. So head on to the website. Everything we talk about today is going to be on their website if you missed it. So it's scambiahealth.com. it will redirect you to scambia.floridahealth.gov. And like we talked about, the rabies issue alert and um, uh, the immunization clinic, it's all going to be back-to-school, excuse me, fast-track clinic. Mm-hmm. All this information is on their website. They have tons of information over here uh, if you need it for most things going on. So
2: what would you like to talk about? You want to talk about summer safety, hurricane preparedness? Oh, We've yes. got so much going on. All, all of the above. I do, right. I'm glad Debbie, real quick, mentioned those pop-up clinics. We we actually piloted our first pop-up clinic, what um, was that, late May, um, at the Bellevue, the new library over there. And okay. And that was... Um, basically, we kind of set up a little school physical clinic. We brought our our van out for vaccines, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of had that out in that community to try to reach people, um, kind of sort of on the west side. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so again, we're trying to plan for another one or two of those this summer, and oh, fun. when we get those, if we yeah. can get those um, organized the way we're hoping, we'll have that information on the website as well. So definitely monitor the website and check it frequently you can also follow us on twitter at healthy escambia and we put out you know any kind of breaking news or information like that that might be coming up um, through our twitter feed as well so um, just a quick note on summer safety i know we've had a lot of rain lately so i think the topic of the day might be mosquito prevention. Oh goodness. Um, yes.
1: We were gonna talk about that last time. And I told you mosquitoes will travel for yeah. thousands of miles to bite me. So <laughs>
2: we, yes, we ran out of time. So we ran out of time. So um so you know, a couple of tips with mosquitoes. One is if you have mosquitoes in your yard, they're probably your mosquitoes. There there's somewhere something in your yard that is comfortable for them to live in. Mm-hmm. So check your yard for standing water and it can be you know, a bird bath or something like that that people often think about, or it can be things that people don't think about, like a toy that got left in the yard that's collected, even just little bits of water, or um, a bottle cap, or um, the tarp that's over your boat that might have a little puddle in it. Um, any of those kind of things, if they haven't been kind of cleaned out and dumped, uh, then they're a, like a breeding ground for mosquitoes. So. It's kind of like calling them in to dinner if you have those little oh, things in your yard. So I'm check, dinner for them. Check your, yard. <laughs> check your yard for any little bits of standing water. Sometimes it's even the leaves. You know, get, them, oh, yeah. you get the leaves raked up and out of your yard because some of them will, you know, especially like magnolia leaves, they hold a lot of water. Um, some mosquitoes can live in kind of not so watery but damp. Moist areas, so like the pile of the leaves, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's the standing water. So definitely look for those opportunities. Um, make sure that you are covering yourself appropriately. That means maybe lightweight long sleeve clothing and pants, especially if you're out at dusk and dawn or those types of day where um, we have some mosquitoes that are more active. There are some mosquitoes that are more active during the daytime. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so always kind of be aware of that. Um, and DEET insect repellent is kind of the gold standard for... It's the only thing that works for me. <laughs> that's the best working stuff out there. So Yes.
1: Um, I, they have bitten me through my leggings before. My black leggings. Man, you are. I'm you telling are a you, target. and they get huge. I don't know why, but they absolutely love me. I don't love them. I hate to say it, but uh, yeah, Dee's the only one that works for me. Because I, I would love to have like an all natural one or one that doesn't have chemicals, but it just doesn't work. I don't know why, but it usually works. The Deep Woods deep. Yeah. <laughs> For Pensacola is what I have to have. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Tammy Martin, here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm here with Debbie and Marie for the Florida, from the Florida Department of Health. You can go on over to their website, escambiahealth.com, and it will give you all the information about the back-to-school fast-track clinic, uh, we talked about real quickly the rabies alert earlier because uh, that is um, an issue here sometimes. And we're talking about mosquitoes, summer safety. Uh, we know mosquitoes here in Pensacola, and you can have them spray too. Sometimes uh, we've had the yard sprayed before, and I feel like sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't work. It just yeah. depends. Yeah, and I don't I
2: don't know a whole lot about yard spray, and I've not had it done in in my yard. But um, but like I said, you know, get the get the kids out on on little bucket patrol or whatever bucket patrol have them walk,
1: walk any standing the, water walk the yard That's walk around smart.
2: the yard empty things that are collecting water mm-hmm. um you know try to get that standing water out of there because if, if it's there more than a couple of days then you're almost certain to have little baby mosquitoes oh. that are you know about to grow up into big mosquitoes so i
1: don't even like the word <laughs> making me itch <laughs> i don't like it so um also summer safety we were discussing um what were we discussing last time you heard? pools? We water. did. We talked. A, mm-hmm. We talked
2: a lot about the pools and, and recreational water bodies. And
1: yes, which is still, you know, it's in the middle of summer. Make sure that you're uh, aware of where the kids are, what they're doing at all times. Mm-hmm. Being aware, at pool parties at the beach, the rip currents.
2: Oh uh, yeah, always. You know, have somebody watching. And with little children, definitely keep them within reach. We mm-hmm. say keep your kids within arms' reach. That's called touch supervision. So. Um, you want to make sure that you can literally reach out and grab that little one and, and pull them up if they start to, you know, have issues. So um, there's so much with, with summer safety that we could probably spend two hours there talking really about is. it. Absolutely. Um, but we are going to be but between now and the next time we come in here, we'll have July 4th and blue angels and all that kind of stuff going on. So I definitely want to, you know, caution people to plan ahead for outdoor activities. Um, Hats and sunscreen, and lightweight, loose-fitting clothing to protect against heat illnesses. Make sure mm-hmm. people stay very hydrated. Um, water and you know, you know watermelon, fresh fruit. There's some there's some oh, yeah. great ways to stay to get hydrated. Your water without drinking the water. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, but making sure you're hydrated and aware of those signs of, of heat illness. Um, you know, rapid heart rate. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my nurse here to to, to jump in with any, but. Um, you know kind of clammy Confusing. skin what's that Confused. Confusion. yeah confusion um let's see rapid heart rate clammy skin confusion um sometimes it's uh stopping sweating so okay. you know you've sweated yeah. to try to cool yourself down and at some point you can't sweat anymore that mm-hmm. that's not a good thing um so anything that's a uh, little children it can be very you know grumpy fussiness that kind of thing hmm. Um, and they can overheat faster than we can so sometimes if you're a new parent in particular you might not be as aware of that so know that if you're hot your baby is even hotter kind of thing so keep them in the shade keep them cool make sure that they are getting plenty of hydration if it's breastfeeding or uh, water or you know depending on their age what they need Uh, so there's a lot of things to be aware of And, and we have some summer safety information on our website it's probably not on the front page but we usually move those to the front page closer Mm -hmm. to july so um but but it's there you can google or or search in our search bar summer safety and there's tips there too
1: absolutely and like she said we have uh A big week coming up in a few weeks um, where we're going to be outside a lot, multiple hours. I know, Blue Angels, if you're out there, you're there all day long. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I was telling a friend the other day I made the mistake of not hydrating well one year because I was new to Pensacola, and I guess I didn't realize... what what the blue angels was all about and oh I will never do that again so yes like she said lots and lots and lots of water especially if you're going to be sitting out in the water because more of the more of the time you're halfway in the water and you don't realize it because you're kind of cooled down a little bit and you feel fine so make sure you bring lots of water out to blue yeah. angels
2: yeah you don't necessarily sense that water loss if you're in right. the water Mm-hmm. Um, th- that you do when you're sweating So it happens whether or not you're, You feel sweating or not You will still lose some water um, Breathing and through your pores so, mm-hmm. so make sure that you're replacing That regularly, that's important
1: Yes, and like you have over here on your uh, Website, that's You have signs of heat stress Heavy sweating, paleness, muscle cramps Weakness, dizziness, headache uh, Nausea mm-hmm. or vomiting, fainting Like you said, cool moist skin um, rapid shallow breathing and tiredness uh, maybe, maybe the only sign for an infant Like you said So if, if your infant's just really lethargic and sleepy mm-hmm. Make sure they're getting enough And drink lots of water Limit the sun and heat exposure Wear a hat Definitely use sunscreen for sure We do not uh.
2: Yeah, I mean sunscreen helps in a couple of ways just, I mean it keeps you from getting sunburned But once your skin is sunburned It does not work The organ function of the skin to let out heat Does not work as well it's, it's damaged so you know, right so using sunscreen to keep that skin functioning the way it should is important as well yes.
1: so. and so let's talk a little bit because we are in hurricane season oh yeah i know the h word we don't like that around here uh we know that we change it from 72 to a week ready um so that is the new motto is one week ready um, and so tell me a little bit about how we can be prepared for hurricane season.
2: Well, a couple of things. One is definitely check into our local emergency management website and, and get their information because they are our local emergency managers and they know our area. Um, one of the things that I think they ask us to do is to know our, you know, they say know your zone, know your home and, uh-huh. and know your plan. Right. Um, so, you know, kind of know where you are, what the risks are for where you are and what are you going to do. Um, and I would encourage to add to that in your plan, think about your medical and health care needs. So if you require medications or certain medical supplies or services, um, have a plan for how you're going to have those on hand or sustain that operation um, for you know a period of time. I, I used to, for example, work with clients that were at home with feeding pumps and feeding tubes Mm. and so one of the things that we worked on all year long is getting their feeding supplies up to where they had a month's worth in reserve because we never know when the delivery truck would be able during storm season to bring them their their special formula so Mm -hmm. you know if you have that something like that some kind of special thing that you can't get easily or even something that you might get at walmart but maybe walmart's not open right make sure you have enough of that on hand in advance kind of have a reserve Um, And we work with, you know, our folks in this example on, you know, you get it in stock, but then you rotate it out so you always have, you don't have old stuff back in the closet for your storm supply. You use old stuff and replace it with the new stuff that you're getting in so that you always have that on hand. Um, Same thing with if you're a caregiver for somebody, kind of looking through their medical routines and seeing what their needs are and getting those things kind of squared away. Um, If you need to evacuate, Um, with all your medical equipment and supplies, where are you going to go? Right. Um, You know, we do have a special needs shelter here in Escambia, but it is by far not a luxury accommodation. Um, If you have an opportunity to, you know, go up to Montgomery and weather with a relative, that that would probably be much more comfortable. Much more comfortable, right. (laughs) Um, But figure out how you're going to do that in advance. Don't wait till uh, we're 48 hours from landfall, and then you're trying to scramble and get everything together. Um, Another thing that a lot of people may not be aware of is when we are under threat of a storm, you might be able to get advanced refills on medications from the pharmacy. So talking now to your pharmacist or your pharmacy plan provider um, to find out what you would need to do to take advantage of that would be, you know, do it now while we're not in a stressful Mm -hmm. situation so you know what to do. Um, when that happens so
1: also um, there is a tax-free holiday we just got through one a disaster preparedness Mm -hmm. the next one is august the 26th through september the 8th Uh, so take advantage of that as well for the tax-free holidays Yeah, you can get
2: a lot of of storm preparedness related supplies without paying taxes on those i think Mm -hmm. that might even include like small generators i was going to say i think it does include generators Um, which is that's a big savings on those and um, you know, we do that or we don't do that. The the, the state of Florida does that. Um, they do that in May, I believe, because storm season starts at the first of June. But mm-hmm. it gets very active in September. Um, so I think that they added that one in August, again, just to kind of prompt people to think about that preparedness again. Um,
1: yes, and also it's Freedom Summer sales tax holiday uh now all the way there's september 4th and there are some items on there you could use for preparedness water bottles hydration packs outdoor gas or charcoal grills um so go on over to uh, floridarevenue.com and they have a whole list of everything you can buy right now and, and mm-hmm. go through it and see if there's some things that maybe you could use um for getting hurricane prepared
2: yeah and then we talked a lot about medical, but we didn't really cover um, what wellness, I guess. And what I'm thinking about is things like um, small children, infants that might you might be breastfeeding or that need formula or things like that that's... Maybe not considered medicine, but you, you want right. to think through those things as well. Like, you know, do you have water? Do you have formula? Do you have stuff to hydrate the mom who is breastfeeding mm-hmm. um, pets? another nothing to think about, but I hear the music, so I know we're getting to be it, out of time. It is. So. It's been a good day
1: here on Pep Talk. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you so much for all the information you've given us. We're definitely going to need it throughout the summer.